I pity the fool. Stay in drugs. Drink school. Don't do milk. Uh-huh. All right. That's as good as it's going to The whitest Mr. T person. <laughs> I, I, I didn't have time to like, work up like, you know, a Mr. It's, T impression. It's not like homework or anything. Well, impressions aren't just easy. Watch somebody immediately you shave a mohawk into your hair and stand in front of the mirror. <laughs> just wear like a shower curtain around your neck. <laughs> a towel, a gold towel. You're just pointing in the mirror. <laughs> I gotta walk up like at a school gym doing something athletic and just going, "Hey, you!" Just start screaming sage advice at children. Eat your greens. <laughs> ah, hey, welcome to Entertain This, episode forty-nine, a podcast about movies, TV shows, and video games. I am Hayden, and with me I have Tom and Mitch. And Mitch. <laughs> Hashtag cancel Mitch. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag cancel Mitch. Uh, this week, I was supposed to review a punishment about Mr. T. But and he deliberately did not. Right. To be fair. This is the first time a punishment hasn't been done. Yeah, I, I got a lot of crap going on. There's, there's a lot of stuff To be going. fair, I reminded Jesus. you for three days straight. Yes, I know. Okay. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I got a lot of stuff going on outside. Um, but to make up for it, though, I'm getting punished doubly. So I have to do <laughs> I have to do the Mr. T show and then whatever kooky crap you guys throw at me at the end of this episode. So there will be a reckoning. In the meantime, though, we still have our social media. All right, we have on Buzzsprout is entertain this exclamation point. Twitter, we're at this dot entertain. On Patreon, you can find us as entertain this exclamation point. On Instagram, we're entertain dot this. And on Facebook, we have our entertain this podcast group. And we also have the entertain this page. Soon we will have an entertain this doc, or entertain this podcast.com. Yep. We uh, bit the bullet and got a website. I worked on it forever. Oh, my gosh. It was yeah. so much work. Yeah. I can immediately tell you're lying. <laughs> <laughs> it was all bitch. <laughs> he did a really good job with it. Yeah, uh, we got a few things to finish up and then uh, uh, we'll put it out. Evil Entertain This have a website? No. No. They suck. So that's why they're evil. They're yeah. We just did like that slow Peter Griffin camera turn where he just looks directly at the camera. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, oh, they don't have one. Mm. Um, but uh, when that goes live, what will the website feature? Um, it'll have all of our podcast episodes where you can just click scroll through. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll have some media like any kind of trailer, new movie trailers, any kind of our game footage, anything like that that we play. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, hopefully, eventually, we'll have some like one. merchandise that you could purchase if you wanted to. Yeah, um, merch. And then, uh, I don't know. We'll have to see what else we can put on there. What what all we can find to entertain people. Well, it'll, it'll be live by the time this episode publishes, right? Um, hopefully, yeah. I think just put it out there, and then if people have suggestions, because you know, there's a lot of tech savvy people at Edison listen to website. Yeah. yeah. They could uh, they could throw some suggestions at you. I do want to like say that. a shout out to our <laughs> listeners in France. Yes, for being consistently yeah, our one person that listens to every episode. (laughs) That one guy out there somewhere in France, love you, man or woman or whatever. Maybe he's just making fun of us. He's just like could be laughing with his friends. Look at these (laughs) these dirty Americans. (laughs) (laughs) But it's one list. It's a download. That's all that matters. Well, we appreciate it. (laughs) So, um, all right, cool. We'll we'll be interested in seeing what kind of feedback we get on the website. Let's move on to. Movies. Who watched a movie? I watched a movie. What movie did you watch? I watched The Ghost and the Darkness. Is that a movie about ghosts in the dark? No. <laughs> there <laughs> no. are no ghosts. <laughs> what a misleading title. <laughs> there is no ghosts, although there are occasions where it is dark. Mm. So I'll give you that. Yeah. Um, stars Val Kilmer <laughs> and Michael Douglas. It's one of Val Oh, Kilmer's. yeah. I remember what you were talking about. Yes. Yeah, yeah, apparently, movie. like, people panned the movie when it came out. And I remember watching it the first time going, that was a really good movie. But yep. apparently. I didn't like <laughs> it. Uh, it was directed by Stephen Hopkins. came out in 1996. Mm. And it's based on a true story about the Savo lion man eaters. Yeah. Where a whole crew building a railroad and a bridge were <laughs> stalked by lions who killed right. them for sport. Right. What time did Lion King come out? <laughs> Might have been bad, bad release time. Might have been a bad Wait, timing. Everybody's all about lions, and then <laughs> this movie's like kill lions. This, well, this movie's like lions killing people, and then they're like, "Oh, we gotta call on these people to hunt them down." Yeah. So it takes place somewhere in Africa. Mm. That that it's somewhere in Africa. Yeah, it's a big continent, but okay. It's a big continent. It's a very <laughs> large place, I'm told. 
So Val Kilmer gets hired to go build a bridge, and then he gets there, and like, oh, yeah, we're having problems with the local wildlife, particularly this lion that's killing people. And he's like, okay, his first night there, he shoots a lion in the face and kills it. Wow. Victory. Victory. And everything's going great. They make him a necklace of the claws. He's, you know, he's the the big the, cheese and now. The giga wins, lion shows up. Yeah, wins the respect of the, uh, the workers and all the people. Mm-hmm. And then the lion's brothers come to town and <laughs> F stuff up. Yeah. They go boys in the hood on them. Because it's, like, <laughs> true, like, in, in like I was reading about the actual incident where the lions started attacking people, like, at night. One of them would creep in, and dra- they would just drag people right out of their tents and into the woods and kill them and then leave. Wow. And then it got to the point where both lions would show up on opposite ends of the camps, and then they just started doing stuff in broad daylight. Wow. It didn't matter what they tried to do. Like, one line they shot, like, 14 times. Couldn't kill it. Wow. So Strong the, line. Very strong line or very weak guns. Yeah, probably. Also possible. I would assume that most guns in Africa are not very weak. I, don't I know. mean, they're designed to kill elephants. I think it's where they de- develop the elephant gun. Yeah. <laughs> what caliber is it? Yes. <laughs> it takes two people to fire it. <laughs> One holds the gun and yeah. shoots it. The other guy stands behind you so you don't go flying into the woods. It'll open a window in your house. So, yeah, the lions attack everybody. They bring in Michael Douglas, who's like a renowned lion hunter. To sort out the problem. Uh-huh. And then it's their escapades, and then the lines just murder rampage. And they're like, these aren't normal lines. Like, normal lines don't do this. <laughs> these lines are on a mission, which apparently is like an African fable called the Ghost in the Darkness, which is what the lines are called. Yeah. But you can actually see the lines. The guy, uh, Val Kilmer plays John Henry Patterson. He, the lines that they killed, he had them, like, stuffed <laughs> and preserved. One of them used to be his area rug. <laughs> Before Jeez. like they had it redone, and, but uh, they're on display in the museum in Chicago. Huh. Wow! But they're like the maneless lions, so they just look like really, really big cats. I'm sure that it's uh, uh, that offended somebody. But lions, yeah. That the the, fact the that lion community, yeah. I'm sure is gonna. <laughs> yeah, the fact that they're stuffed and on display for your. Amusement. They've been dead since 1898. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't matter. It doesn't even matter that they've killed people. Okay, you shouldn't just. You know, prostrate some corpse up there. Because, so. like, in the movie, they're like, they're like oh, yeah, they've lions killed, like, 140-something people. And then they're like, eh. And then, like, a historical account was like, all right, they documented killed at least 40-something people. 100 and, wait, they, so they, they killed at least 40 people. At, between, like, 32 to 45 people. That's still a lot of people. Yeah. But they didn't count, like, a lot of the workers because, <laughs> you know, colonial racism. Oh. So that was, like, those scores of, you know, the black workers or the Indian workers or whatever. And they're just like, doesn't count. Wow. It's like, but it killed all those guys. <laughs> That's crazy. Uh, so Val Kilmer was notoriously terrible on movie sets as far as, like, uh, his attitude and working with people. Did, was there any stories that you read Reading the that? production notes for this, uh, like, he had just gotten done doing The Island of Dr. Moreau. Oh, yeah. Wait. So he was, like, frizzled from that, didn't have a lot of chance to read up on the character, get into it. But apparently, like, once he got on set, like, he, everybody liked him. He dove like headfirst into the project, you know, reading and doing as much as he could, yeah, and trying to make he it was right. A jerk on Island of Doctor Moreau. He was, he just, him and Brando both were incapable, incompetent. You know, they just couldn't work together, and yeah. uh, so that's wild. That's why I was looking up some of the notes here for the movie, and like you, know, he said he just got off the Doctor Island, off the Island of Doctor Moreau shoot, and then the Stephen Hopkins was saying that they had people bit by snakes, scorpions, some kind of tick bite fever. People were struck by lightning, floods, torrential rains. Cars falling off cliffs. <laughs> well, there was hippos chasing people through the waters. Yeah. They had like, he said this is like the worst conditions he's ever shot a movie. They could have just filmed them <laughs> filming the movie and went like the ghost in the darkness. Yeah. This is what happens when you try to shoot a movie in the middle of goddamn Africa. There's a documentary about the uh, island of Dr. Moreau and the making of it, and that's far more entertaining than the actual movie. Yes. Uh, I can't remember what it's called, but yeah. Well, they said that there's several people that died and at least two of them drowned from their cars getting swept into the water. Yeah. What? Making that movie? Yes. yes. I call it a day when somebody dies. I mean. Let alone multiple. It's like. It's they like said several, and including two drowning, so I'm assuming it's more than two people several. died. Several. <laughs> and then some lions actually showed up and started killing the crew. The, the director's like, all right, well, you get their cut. Mm-hmm. Stick around. Just a bigger portion of the pie. Mm. Um, you haven't seen this movie, or I you have? You have a you long have. time ago. I, I have. It's just yeah, it's been a real long time ago. Probably yeah. when it originally came out. I mean, like they like critics paid the movie. I remember seeing it the first time. Like, you know, that was a good movie. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a ninety. You could tell it's a nineties movie, <laughs> yeah. but yeah, 
I mean, I thought the characters were good, the setting, you know, the way that the pacing of the movie was also. It's a movie you couldn't make today. You know, those ferocious no. lions? They were also the same, like the, the fake lions that mm-hmm. they, you know, were trained or whatever, were also the same ones used in George of the Jungle. <laughs> the fake lions. Well, like, you know, they're, they're not like really vicious. They're, they're trained. They're still lions. They're, they're still yeah. lions. That's what I'm saying. They're, they're trained. I mean, they're not. Because when the lions were killing, like, you know, I guess dummies stuffed with, like, cow meat or whatever they had their special effects were, they looked pretty upset. Yeah. Yeah. And not, like, upset at their working conditions and wanted to go back to their little lion trailer. Like, (laughs) upset at the people. And they were, there was a lot of rage in that lion's face when he bit that I heard there were dogs dressed up as lions, and a lot of people got offended because they couldn't hire actual lions to play portray lions. I mean, it was because of the lion strike in 1995. We all know that. They had, they, they had That's what Lion King was made for, retribution for all that. So. That was a pro-Lion movie. Mm-hmm. Yep, everything became good after that. They're just like, everybody hates us. Remember when we used to be the MGM Lion? Everybody thought we were cool. <laughs> then they go and make this movie. All right, what news have you? Um, Mission Impossible 7 Bleh. is coming out this year in November. Yeah. November 19th. Mission Impossible. Mission Impossible. Err. <laughs> Impossibleriest. There's nothing like I couldn't find about the plot or whatever, but obviously, I bet you involves. They all reprise their roles. There's a bunch of newer stars in the movie. Like uh, Tom Cruise will run from something. Tom Cruise (laughs) will run. Yep, he'll run with his weird like. Oh, there was a trailer. It was like Tom Cruise running a lot. (laughs) An explosion will happen. He will do some sort of odd defying stunt Mm -hmm. that. His insurance carrier is probably just like they just close their eyes and go, please tell us if he lives. <laughs> All right, guys, strap me to a rocket. <laughs> We're going to the moon. <laughs> Mission Impossible Moon Lunar Assault. Uh, and I'm just like, I Mission Impossible, like the first one was cool. The second and third one were like, eh. The second one was terrible. The John Woo one. Yeah. <laughs> and then what? It was like years mm-hmm. between three and four. No, it was years between two and three. J.J. Abrams did three, and then that kind of sparked it back into fruition. And, and then they did four, four, which was good. Then five was yeah. good. Or like Ghost Protocol, Rogue Nation. I don't know what they were called. All these other Rogue Agent, whatever it was called. Yeah. Those were cool movies. Those were good. Yeah. Like, they were just, it was just a good watching, you know, action flick. Yeah. Yeah, it's mindless. I it mean, it's kind of mindless. They, and then they, you just go, wow, Tom Cruise is hanging on the side of that building in Dubai. It's like Tom Cruise is holding on the side of a plane. Mm-hmm. It's like, what's he going to do next? It's like Tom Cruise beats up giant octopus yep. who has the plans for the Death Star. Yeah. I mean, we probably shouldn't give out any crazy notes. They might steal it. <laughs> so, Well, no, they already announced the sequel to this movie. Yeah. Well, I knew that the director had a deal where, because Empire Magazine. Interviewed him, mm-hmm. and he he did confirm with them that th- he's got like a two movie deal for m- more Mission Impossibles, missions impossible. <laughs> missions. <laughs> well, like you said in this one, this is the movie that he like went off on a bunch of people for the COVID procedures or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> now, well, and people were just like, oh, he's just taking it seriously. It's like, ah, it's a little bit of an over exact. Like he could have handled that better than like Leah Remy. It's just like it's Scientology. <laughs> <laughs> That's why his stage. He's doing. It. I'm just like, okay, calm down, crazy. I fans. mean, to be fair, there was the first AAA movie that was back into production, and everybody was watching to see. Like there, there was a lot of competition that was hoping that they would get a mass infection and then fail. Mm-hmm. Um, just so you know, like they wouldn't first ones to have a movie in production and be successful so tom cruise being an executive and all that stuff he had a lot of pressure on him Mm -hmm. and you know it's not like he fired anybody he just threatened to fire a bunch of people which is better than actually you know well it says like five to six of them just quit they said screw it i I bet i bet they did you know (laughs) supposedly tom cruise paid five hundred thousand pounds to isolate his crew on a uh, cruise ship Mm. just so they wouldn't get it for a little while, I guess. I mean, that t- to Tom Cruise now, that's got to be like, what, 20 bucks? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 500,000 pounds, that's like $600,000. So, and the pound's worth more than a dollar. Yeah, but I mean, yeah. his net worths and all the yeah. movies. I mean, he's got movies that haven't even come out yet. Yeah. yeah. Like uh, Top, Top Gun. Gun. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's been done for a minute now. So... Tom Cruise, like, even like, COVID can't stop that, man. They should put <laughs> the... They should put the James Bond movie... And a Mission Impossible movie. They should just drop the Bond movie on YouTube and tell nobody. (laughs) (laughs) There it is. No ads, no nothing. It's just out there. But they should put both of them out at the same time. And then let's just see. Let's see which one. Mm -hmm. See which one wins. Supposedly one of the uh, 
I mean, what stunts for this new movie is him riding a motorcycle off a cliff and parachuting to the ground. That's something they've seen. Nah, that's kind of they've done that in is Bond. That, is that two Mission Impossible two? Didn't well, this says that they're doing that in this one too. That was so, one of the things. Now, if he lands on a moving train, that's like going to explode cart by cart He's as he runs. War zone tactics. Then. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. Then, then, then life thing. Climb one car. Um, all right, uh, that's movie news. Unless you have anything else, Godzilla vs Kong comes out in ten days. And and that's going to be on HBO, right? Yeah. Yep. And so. Snyder cut in three days. Yeah. I mean, technically Wednesday at two a.m. If you're up, but yeah, you, which you will be. <laughs> Mitch has got it down to the. He's minute. got <laughs> he's got his bat suit ready. He's did, you have a, did you download a phone app that like counts down to the Snyder cut or something like that? No, but that is a good idea. <laughs> Shots that down in notebook. <laughs> All right, uh, TV news. All right, well, I watched on HBO Max oh, the uh, the show Warrior, yeah. which is based off of the Tong Wars in the late 1800s. Which is, it's kind of like Peaky Blinders, but a Chinese version of it in San Francisco. That's a good, yeah. Because good. I mean, it's it's basically like these you know warring factions trying yeah. to take over the opium business in a Chinatown, basically. Yeah. It was pretty good. It, it's based Chinatown off town in San Francisco. Yeah, it's basically it's based off a uh, concept that was written by Bruce Lee, um, but it, it's kind of like the the kung. Uh, I guess originally it was turned into the kung fu of the nineteen seventies. That that mm-hmm. TV series, David Carradine. Yeah, but uh, this is more to the to the well, actual. Story why did he wrote. Why did Bruce Lee not get the kung fu TV show? Well, he's dead. No, back in the seventies. Why, why oh yeah, you, you said that uh, he uh, they didn't think a Chinese man could uh, carry the, uh, yeah, the series by themselves. Yeah, mm-hmm. he couldn't be the face of the series back in the seventies. So they took his writings and they they made it to whatever they wanted it to, and they hired uh, Carradine, who was not even a martial artist, I don't think. Not at the time, I don't think so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so which is that's dumb, sad. Yeah, but in, in uh, preparation, I might hatch at some of these names. Right. But you have like the the main character is Assam and he's like the he joins the Hopway, mm-hmm. which is the like the hatchet men or whatever is what they called him. Um his sister is part of her name's Mai Ling. They're part of I forgot the the name of the other faction, but mm-hmm. she's like the I guess the wife of the other leader in, in the beginning. Yeah. And uh basically they're just <laughs> killing each other over like you know who gets to import opium, who gets to sell it. The Hatchet kind of Clan, do they do like the whole clink clink thing like in uh, uh, Cobra? Bill. Oh, Cobra. <laughs> no. they, they, they all do walk around in suits. They have this little red handkerchief, and as yeah. they get ready to fight, they like whip out the the hatchet off their belt and like you know get ready to <laughs> start chopping away. It it is really good like action scenes though for mm-hmm. a TV show. Like you wouldn't expect it. Yeah, some of them are kind of cheesy sometimes. Uh, quarter crew. Shows. Has reviewed, uh, I think that show twice now. Um, I know at least once on their stuntmen react, and uh, they talk a lot about like how insane it is for stunt actors, or not, they're not even called stunt actors; they're like full blown like actors mm-hmm. because they do their own stunts, their fight scenes, and they also do all of their acting and like the the amount of work it takes to to do the choreographing for all the crazy fight because there's always like at least a fight in every episode. Yeah, at least yeah. one. Well, you got to and Kung Fu show. Yeah. And then and then to do all the drama and stuff like that. It's it's just going to eat your year up, you know. So it's a, that's a it's an impressive you know. Is the fighting as impressive as that like that scrubs bit I don't where know, they fight scrubs. all the ninja surgeons? I've never seen scrubs. Oh. <laughs> uh, you should watch that. It's great. Tom just wanted to showcase his Scrubs knowledge, <laughs> but anyways, so it's a, it's a really well shot show. the The camera work and the choreography and stuff like that is pretty fun to watch. And, and the, there's a couple of different things like uh, all the characters. Mm-hmm. None of them, ex- well, all but one are from not from China. Like one guy is from Hong Kong. The rest are from like Canada and London and all that stuff. Yeah, they speak really good English. Yeah. I mean, because they're mostly Western um, uh, Asian descent. So and then. For the show, the way they kind of showcase the the Chinese language and stuff, mm-hmm. when the Chinese characters are talking to each other, it's you know for the audience it just sounds like normal English, and then when the Chinese characters talk to an English or American or whatever other nationality, you have you, you can hear the accent in their mm-hmm. English, so mm-hmm. it just to kind of differentiate, yeah. so you're not having to read subtitles all the time. <laughs> well, that's easy. Uh, it's a Skinamax show, right? Uh, it was the first season, and then HBO picked it up for the second season. Skinamax. Yeah, because you know, you know the Cinemax rule, like they have to have 
nudity in every mm-hmm. episode and stuff like uh, that. There are. Like Game yeah. of Thrones. Yeah, it's pretty much that, and that's why it's called Skinny Max. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's had two seasons so far, and the last season was 2020, so mm-hmm. they're, they're setting up for a third season to start. And a couple of the actors are actually going to be in the Mortal Kombat movie because of their martial arts and stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And what's what time period does this take place? The 70s? Late 1800s. Oh, late 1800s? Yeah. Oh, okay. It's like when the Chinese were getting brought over, to, you know. Oh, to do technically, they weren't slaves, the but they were like slave labor, just paying a minimum, you know. Just to go do the railroads and, and the the Irish, in a rubber band. The yeah. Irish hate them because yeah. they got undercut and then, mm-hmm. uh, you know. Yeah, so you have the Irish faction that's just like mad because they're taking all the jobs. So they're, they kind of start riots and stuff like that. It's kind of silly, though, when the Irish people start fighting the Chinese people because, like, <laughs> they'll, yeah. like they'll start. The, the Chinese people will do all their crazy kicks and stuff like that. And then the Irish people will just, like, throw a kick out of nowhere. And you're like, <laughs> No. Uh, they don't know how to kick. The Irish people got their barroom brawl tactics, yeah. and you got the Chinese over there doing martial arts, and you're thinking, something doesn't seem right. It's like, <laughs> yeah. technically, they should win on paper, but the Irish are probably all drunk, mm-hmm. <laughs> so they're probably not going to feel pain. <laughs> and the body count that racks up this show. I want to know what yeah. the population of San Francisco <laughs> is back in the 1870s, because I feel like they went through it two or three times. Yeah, because they have a couple of like full-out, all-out brawls just yeah. in the street, which is mm-hmm. people left laying at the end. Yeah. <laughs> so... Uh. There's a little, little embellished history. It's a fun show. Like the, the IMDb has it, I think, 8.2 or 8.3 out of 10. Solid rating. Yeah, mm-hmm. so it's, it's a pretty good show. It's it's fun to watch. I found out that the uh, the gay lady that's like the madam of like the prostitution saloon or whatever, what do you mm-hmm. call it? Yeah. Um, the brothel. She, she was actually a real character, like a real person. Like uh, her name was Atoy, and oh, she, okay. was, she was real like back in the day. So mm. They based her off a, a semi-real character. Running the whorehouse? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> But uh, we'll move on to my news. Jack Reacher has a TV series coming out. Ew. With Alan Richardson. Who's that? The guy Dad from Castle? Blue Mountain State. He's going to play Jack Reacher? <laughs> yes, he is. That idiot. <laughs> my heat offs! To be, so he, he's, he's, the, he's the Thad guy, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay, to be fair, the Jack Reacher in the books was this giant He's like 6'6". Six, six. And then, they did say that's why he got cast was because he is he does physically he fits it more than most of the other people did. Well, then Tom Cruise oh, is like 4'2". Yeah, foot two, yeah. You know. the Hobbit <laughs> that is Tom Cruise. But supposedly it'll, it'll adapt each book in the Jack Reacher series. Like each series season. or each uh, season, uh-huh. so okay. It'll do one a season, and then uh, it's supposed to release in 2022, which it should be on Amazon. Um, I can't picture him d- being Jack. Yeah. he doesn't. He doesn't have that serious. Like, yeah, no, streak. I've seen him in other serious roles, and he just seems like he's being he's goofy. <laughs> like he yeah. he's trying to pre- be serious, but you still see him as that. Well, that's what kind of screwed yeah. um, uh, John Krasinski being the. Jack Ryan. Jack Ryan character. I couldn't get into that either. Well, because, like, in, uh, he's in the show Titans as Hawkman. Or, no, no, as Hawk, which he's just, like, this gravelly, you know, beat him up guy that mm-hmm. he's been doing, like, drugs and stuff to try and heal his body because he's just a human. Mm-hmm. He's not, mm-hmm. you know, special powers or nothing. So, he, he just doesn't mm-hmm. – something seems off when you watch him trying to be serious. I don't know. Because I, I just see him, I'm just like, dad. Yeah. Dad. <laughs> and also, a future punishment for Tom – Powerpuff Girls is getting made into a live action series on CW. Oh, <laughs> That'll be fun. It'll have the the main. I forgot the other is two it characters. Oh, Jojo. Jo, jo. Well, the main girl, uh, Blossom. Was that is that the first one? Is that the red first one? The red, red one. Yeah. She's going to be the girl from uh, Agents of Shield with like the main character. I don't know her name. Uh, Something Daisy. I only know because I had to watch the Powerpuff Girls movie for a punishment. So. <laughs> But at least that was like what an hour. <clears throat> it was a long hour. And I was like, "What is going on? <laughs> What's going on?" <laughs> but yeah, they're they're going to have a, a CW show of that mm-hmm. that comes out next uh, sometime next year. I wonder if the pickle stand will reappear. Batwoman has been renewed for season three for some reason. <laughs> God, why? <laughs> why not? I didn't even watch season two because I I, I should... watched that one episode and it was like an hour and a half and I was like. That's enough. <laughs> they should just have another Batwoman show up, like just a, a third one, just spontaneous. No, don't even address it. Because the other uh, what's her face, Ruby Rose or whatever. Yeah, she know. quit, and yeah, they, they hired they that. hired a, a black lady. They should hire like a, uh, I don't know, a Native American lady, and she'll just be Batwoman. An Eskimo. Yeah, and don't even address it. <laughs> yeah, you know. it'd be nice to see some of the other. Even if they're going to do all girl <laughs> stuff, have a uh, Cassandra Kane show up. She's Asian American, and she's pretty much like. When she showed up, she could handle her own against Batman. 
So I just want it where Batman comes back and finds out all these girls pilfer through all of his stuff and he just beats <laughs> the ever loving snot out of everybody. <laughs> Alfred. And he's just like, Batman's here for revenge. Alfred, what did you do? Why'd you let them touch my stuff? <laughs> but yeah, that that's all I had for TV news for now. All right. Well, I played a game. What'd you play? I played a game called Yakuza. Like a dragon, since we're all on this Asian kick right now. But I've been <laughs> playing this game for a minute. Um, and it's a, it's actually a really fun game. It was made by Sega. And this is the sixth or seventh uh, Yakuza game since the series had started. Uh, it's the first one I ever played. Mm-hmm. And apparently it's the first one that kind of diverges from a main character. Uh, I don't know the name of the character from the previous games. But this one, his name is uh, Ichiban, which is like hero or something mm-hmm. like that in Japanese. So everybody laughs at his name whenever mm-hmm. he introduces himself. Um, you know, they don't think he's serious, but he does take his like mantle very seriously to the point where like, okay, so the plot of the the, the game is you, you go to prison for a crime you didn't commit for 18 years. It's a long time. <laughs> yeah. He comes out, he's like 41 and uh, you, you try and like find out why your Yakuza clan screwed you. And stuff like that. And then you go through a series of... You're basically like the bottom of society. And it's very like... like uh, It takes an RPG stance at like Japanese classing. It doesn't uh, have like an anime kind of style to it. It does. Okay. It, you, know, you know how anime like will not let you miss a beat of emotion until they beat it to death. And mm-hmm. like let you understand vehemently what is going on. <laughs> it's that. You know, so... When a guy's mad that his boss won't talk to him from his uh, old Yakuza clan, he's like, you know, just in a room beating the walls and ranting for 15 minutes. And you're like, <laughs> all right, I get it, man. You're bad. You know, let's okay. go do something about it. You know, but it's going to beat him up. <laughs> he, wants to, he wants to cry for a little bit. Um, but anyways, so it's, it's very much got that anime kind of appeal. But the RPG, like, um, gameplay mechanics are fun because, like, you start off with no social class whatsoever. So... You're essentially a hobo, and you live with a bunch of hobos, you know? And then, like, when you, you go to, uh, I don't know, wh- whatever their welfare, like, working, find you a job thing is in mm-hmm. Japan. I think it's called Hello Work is, is <laughs> what it is. When you go to that, you, you, you get a job, and then your, your class changes from hobo to, like, you know, janitor or something like that. <laughs> and then you get, like, a level up happy noise and stuff like that. It's It's funny. And mundane, <laughs> just <laughs> like simple, um, but everybody in Japan wants to beat you up for some reason. So you have to like walk around, and you gain parties. Like one of my party members is a cop that got fired, and a, a fellow hobo, um, and they all have pat like abilities that are like akin to their their history. Diseased so th- syringe shank. <laughs> no, the, the hobo has uh, putrid breath, so he breathes on the bad guys, and then they get all grossed out, and their defense lowers. <laughs> Okay, and then you can beat the crap out of him better. Um, the cop has like heavy beat down, and he just like <laughs> <laughs> pulls out a pulls out a blackjack. Yeah, and yeah he pulls out a baton and beats the crap out of people and stuff <laughs> like that. It's funny. Um, and then like you can interchange all your weapons and clothes and stuff like Spatulas that. Spatulas to vacuum stuff. Yeah, it's 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 definitely <laughs> an M rated game. The uh, there's brothels that are called like Soapland. So <laughs> I, I went and I found uh, a sex shop that sold uh, devices. And one of them was a <laughs> was a vibrator that I could use as a clubbing weapon. So that's my <laughs> weapon now. So I just run around and beat the crap out of people. Hey, it gave me plus 10 to attack. So. <laughs> I don't want to hear it. It had great stats. <laughs> that great stats. So, uh, but there's so many like, like subtle. Like a reload where you pop the batteries out? No. <laughs> it, there's so much subtle jokes and stuff like that. Like uh, you uh, – you go to you can go to vo- vocational school, mm-hmm. and <laughs> I took like the first test. It was sports history, and it made me answer questions about sports history. I'm like crap, I'm not prepared for this <laughs> test. <laughs> so I'm I like study googling as fast as I can about you know what is the left wing of a soccer movement, whatever, blah blah blah. <laughs> you know, and if you fail, uh, you, you have to pay money to take the test again. If you pass. Your skills increase, mm-hmm. and you, you, like, get uh, reputation increasing and stuff like that. So that's, like, that's pretty funny. And then um, there's this random crazy professor guy. His name is, like, Professor uh, Jokes or something. I can't remember what his name is, mm-hmm. but he, he's he's the spoof of the Pokemon professor. All right? And <laughs> and so after I beat the crap out of this, this homeless guy, he uh, shows up, and he's, like, takes a picture of him, 
and then he pays me money to go around and take pictures of everybody else that I beat up. They're called uh, Suijimon. <laughs> yeah. Suiji means like bad guy. Uh-huh. So, mon. <laughs> and so he's like, yeah, take pictures of this. And I have like a, a Suiji decks <laughs> of all these people that I got to go around and beat up. <laughs> and it adds to my my Pokédex and I take it to him and he pays me money for it. Oh my god. Yeah, it's so, so Hayden won't play Pokemon Go, but he'll go around and take pictures of dead bums and stuff. They're not dead. Up. They're just beaten up with my vibrator. <laughs> <laughs> it's a wild game, but it's funny. It's a lot of fun. Every, it, it's so big too cuz like I barely started it and I'm like 30 hours into it. And um but like you know, I haven't even met all the party members that you can interchange and stuff like that. And there's a tons of side quests. Like one side quest was uh, the cops asked me to find a mysterious uh, river urinator. <laughs> so like I found four dudes that looked like they were peeing in the river. But I had to, before I caught the guy, I had to analyze the stance of the four of them and figure out which one had a legit peeing stance before it. And I guessed wrong, <laughs> all right, because this guy wasn't shaking the right way. <laughs> so, <laughs> what so, the hell? So I picked, and he turns around, and he's like, uh, uh, he's like texting on his phone or something like that. Yeah. He's like, what do you want? And then, and then everybody else scatters. And I was like, darn it, I got to come back in an hour. <laughs> so I come back, and I, I like sit there for like five minutes, and I'm watching. And I was like, that guy's shaking the right way. So I go up to him, and I tap him, and he turns around, and he's peeing and stuff like that. And I'm like, I got you. And I beat the crap out of him. The cops took him away. So you watched a man pee for 15 minutes. Well, I, I had to figure out. <laughs> I tried to deduce. That was the mini game. Which one was peeing. You had to look at the back of him. There was no stream? <laughs> no, you can't because it's directly like the way the camera positions it. Oh. You, you, it, it. It's all about like the stance and stuff like that. So, you know, it was a it was a funny little. Where's gag. the one who's going, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Holding that in all day. <laughs> My question is, why were the other ones standing so close? Uh, that was this is the gimmick of the game, I guess. I don't know. Apparently, people <laughs> do that in Japan. <laughs> Pee in the river, but yeah, that's pretty much it. It's just groups. A whole like the most mundane, like everyday life stuff. They take it and they blow it out of proportion in, in, a, in a Japanese RPG kind of sense, and that's that's they make fun of themselves doing it, and it's it's hilarious. So. <laughs> Every time I start playing, I'm like, I don't know if I'm going to get in this game. And I start playing it, and I play for like three hours straight. So this game sounds interesting. <laughs> yeah, it, <laughs> I might give this one a play. It got uh, amazing reviews in the East, and then it it got really good reviews here. Um, it got uh, a ten on on Game Ranks or something like mm-hmm. that, and then mostly eights or nines out of everybody else. So it's a lot of fun. Uh, it's actually came out originally for PlayStation Four and Xbox uh, One. In January 2020, and then just re-released it with better graphics and stuff like that for uh, the new consoles, and it looks really good. Like, like the 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 detail, every uh, like like for instance, they have this guy who looks like Mr. Miyagi from um, uh, Karate Kid, and he's got like mm-hmm. the heavy like uh, Asian like folded eyes, and mm-hmm. every, when he moves and emotes, you can see the skin folds. <laughs> on top of each other, and I'm just like, I'm not even paying attention. I'm just so amazed at how oh well the face <laughs> moves and stuff like that. His uh, skin flaps move. His <laughs> <laughs> Terry flaps. <laughs> don't Tom, don't no, do no, it. No, that's <laughs> but every it be a long beat. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, every individual hair follicle. It's a it's a really good game and it's really pretty. Um, it has all the ray tracing and all that jazz. So. Uh, I give it a nine. I'm really enjoying it, and I'll play it through to the end and see what happens. The story's fun too. So, like I said, it can be a little over the top with the uh, what they're emoting to, but whatever. <laughs> uh, there you go. So, my news. Uh, I don't know. Ask me something about Halo Infinite. I've done so much reading. Halo. Ask me. Yeah. Ask me. Go ahead. When's it coming out? Nobody knows. <laughs> 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 right now, it's projected for fall of this year. They still don't have a release date. So, what's the most recent update to the game that we've uh, about, like? You know, something got added. They found out about this. You can't do this. Yeah, you can kick people off the side of the halo. That is amazing. That's that's funny. So I guess. you can eat people into space. Oh, yep. <laughs> yep. So um, they've described it as a not quite open world game. I don't know what that means, but basically, you go do a mission, and then you have to follow in a linear path to do and complete that mission. Mm-hmm. Then you can come back, and then go from there to all the other missions you've c- accomplished at that time. It's open, I guess. Mm-hmm. You can go back and wander around and explore and stuff like that. That's so kind of like Destiny. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Uh, there's no dual wielding. Um, 
Mm. Yeah. Master uh, Chief forgot how to do it. <laughs> he can't play as any of the elites. and um, So I'm guessing no Arbiter. No Arbiter. And they, it has a dynamic day cycle, but not a weather cycle. I don't think... It might have rain, but it doesn't have, like, snow and sandstorms or anything crazy like that. Mm-hmm. But there's talks about updating the weather cycle after the game comes out. Oh. I don't know. Some people were really upset about that. The game hasn't that. come out yet. Why not just go ahead and do that? <laughs> I got yeah, right. I well, they're still <laughs> probably trying to finish the base game because it's yeah. like, what's taking so damn long? Because the graphics, the graphics were so crappy. Um, yeah, they got laughed at. Yeah, they got laughed at, so they delayed the game for over a year now. Yeah. yeah. So we doing it. <sighs> There's really? there's that. We'll see what happens with that one. Um, what else do I have? Oh, let's talk about Roblox. What, what is, is Roblox? What is Roblox? <laughs> I don't know, but it's worth like $65 billion. Okay, it's worth more than Ubisoft and other... What was the other game company? Fortnite. Uh, Fortnite's worth $17 billion. Oh, okay. So Ubisoft's worth like 50 and then uh, uh, Warzone's only one billion, you know. <laughs> but I mean, uh, only one billion. Yeah. Um, I mean, Warzone's worth that, but what's Call of Duty worth? I, don't know. I mean, <laughs> you have to, like, what do you consider Call of Duty? All of the games, the franchise. I have no idea. I'll look that up. When mm, you talk. No idea. But sixty-five billion dollars. Well, apparently, Roblox is a game. It's kind of like Mario Maker on steroids. You make your level, and then you make people play your level, mm-hmm. and th- they want to. And I guess it works. So it's like Minecraft, I guess, but you can program your level more in depth or whatnot. I don't know. It looks that, like the graphics themselves, they look like goofy little Lego dudes running around and it's it's hard to it's hard to look at. Ugh. I I don't know if I want my kid. I mean, is it like Minecraft you said? I guess so. I, I don't I don't know much beyond what the marketing for it is and like what the premise of the game? They said it's a level designing game that you can design just about anything with as much coding as you can like understand. So like there's base like game made coding that 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 you don't even know that you're actually coding anything. Yeah. And then there's like you can get even deeper into the coding and stuff like that. So, <coughs> um, and then you know you have people play your your game after that. And I guess it works a lot because tons of kids are doing that right now. Um, but the the community apparently is was really toxic for a kid game. They they spent a ton of money on trying to cleanse. Yeah, they hired like sixteen hundred people Jeez. to like filter and do crap. And I found some stats here about like how much Call of Duty actually makes in a day. I right, go ahead. One hundred ninety four million pounds. Wow, a day. Wow, so that's like over two hundred million dollars. That's a day. That's that's a lot of money. And that's just it's like, and that's like the past eight days in lockdown. So these are old. This is from June of last year. So they make three million. Well, I wonder if they slowed down or picked up since then. This here says that the the Call of Duty franchise is worth about nine point seven billion dollars. Oh, it's nine billion dollars now. Yeah, Jeez. well, worth like Call of Duty. In, in oh, the, the whole franchise. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. Cool. Yeah, I don't know what Roblox is doing that intrigues so many people. But it's I don't know what it is. It's a it's a I don't really know what it is it's either. It's like that bit on SNL. It's like what is burn notice? I just, <laughs> someone just tell me. I just saw that it blew up, you know, mm-hmm. and that it it it's outshining all these like AAA game companies like Ubisoft and stuff mm-hmm. like that. I mean, uh, 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 Bethesda got bought for uh, seven seven billion. billion dollars. Yeah. So I mean, my if I guess Microsoft can't afford Roblox. I don't know. I mean, I, I'd heard of Roblox, but I have no idea what it was. I just, yeah, yeah I'd, heard, I'd heard of the name of the game, but that was mm-hmm. it. I don't know. And I've seen, like, some, like, weird videos on YouTube that I didn't understand what it was. And I've just, like, seen, like, the, the content was kind of crazy for a kid's game, mm-hmm. you know? But I guess that's the point is you can make it whatever you want it to be. So, I Sounds don't like nonsense Minecraft. I, yeah, <laughs> I, I probably still wouldn't let my kids play around with it because it, it seems like there's a lot of trash People that, that make crap on there they shouldn't. So yeah, I have stories I could tell you not on here. <laughs> okay, <laughs> okay, <laughs> for a later time. <laughs> uh, so yeah, uh, but it's in, it's interesting that these sandbox games are basically dominating the market, and I wonder if that's going to be the future for all video games. Is uh, we make it for you, you know, mm-hmm. the developers just release a tool set and we build whatever we want, and that'll be that'll be Warzone in ten years. Is you know. The audience makes their own Warzone map, 
and whichever <laughs> which one's on would top. would be kind of neat. Man. That would be yeah. cool. So, um, speaking of which, um, uh, Rockstar paid a modder $10,000 for fixing a patch that uh, enabled the uh, loading screens to, to load like 10 times faster. Huh. So, uh, I, I think that that's fascinating that gaming companies are basically just giving it to the audience now. Hey, here's our source code. Figure out the problems with our game, and we'll pay you for it. It's just like... <laughs> well, I mean, they they should let the modders, even if they have to pay them some, pay them to let the modders have it all, like available to everyone to buy. Yeah. Because like I've seen some people with the GTA, they've had like a character like the Flash, where he... You, know, you could be the Flash on right. GTA yeah. or the Hulk or Superman mm. or whatever. That would be cool. Like I mean, their whole online thing, like the racetracks, the, the yeah. you know, all the setups and everything, it's like that's created by fans. Yeah. That's not created but by Rockstar. Let's talk about it from a legal aspect, though. So, like, let's say, you know, like, for instance, uh, Bethesda is notorious about allowing modders to make whatever they want. And you can have Darth Vader running around shooting My Little Ponies out of his, you know, blaster guns and stuff like that in Fallout, mm-hmm. you know. So many copyright issues with that, but it, it's at what point is it not Bethesda's game, and is it just a public a public thing where yeah. anybody can do whatever they want? And I I think to this date they don't really have legislation on that. I think that you no. can pretty much do whatever you want. Like modding is the wild west of entertainment right now. Huh. So and I I guarantee it'll be a problem one day. I mean, I know. just know if, if I was the company and a bunch of people like this mod that you know this watching this person. Mm-hmm. I would offer them money to like, hey, let me buy your mod and put it into my game to where mm-hmm. people could pay to play it. I mean, Bethesda does it pretty smart because they they allow free modding to be shared uh, for free on all of their games. Okay, yeah, because uh-huh. even on the console, because they uh, when they re release Skyrim for the new consoles, they had like you know the modded edition stuff. Con- consoles a little bit different because it's a little different, but on PC they, too, yeah. you could still like go and like you could look at all the mods, and it's like you know hit somebody with a sword, they turn into a giant chicken. Yeah, and it's like okay, I'll yeah, buy that, that. That's good, but if you just you know you make everything into a giant boob in the game or something like that, if you have nudity yeah. or something like that, mm-hmm. the, the consoles like Xbox particularly is gonna you know be careful with what you can yeah. you can't do. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I do agree that like. It's interesting how the players can just take the game and make it better. Yeah, and I wonder if if it, what does that mean for the gaming company's reputation? Are they okay with that? Is that like an embarrassing? If Cyberpunk could be modded out the wazoo and be the game that Bethesda promised it would be, yeah, would it even be Bethesda's CD Projekt or yeah, or, yeah CD yeah, Projekt Red? Would it even be their game anymore? I mean, I, I would say it's based on their original design. Yeah, so it's just adding almost Stuff. like DLC to their game. Yeah, I guess you have to get the modders to sign off saying that this is ours, the work that you did, you don't own it anymore, kind of thing. But here's the, here's what we'll pay you for it, mm-hmm. you know. Here's money. You know, and then whatever it takes to figure that crap out. Well, you know, like in movies and stuff, when you buy someone's script or whatever, I, I would say it would be something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I would say it's more like somebody who cuts their own version of a movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like the Godfather cut that got cut in a chronological order and that was a like a fan-made thing for first and then uh i think coppola finally said okay that, we can make that a cut yeah, yeah. cut. i could see it being like that yeah so um yeah all right well that's all the news i have on that games and stuff yeah and everything and everything for well friggin one more time in honor of the Snar- <laughs> Snyder Cut. The Schnatter Cut. The Schnatter Cut. The Schnozberries. Tastes like Schnozberries. These carrots taste kind of musky. We're going to have kind of a, a Q&A between the three of us here. Like, First question, what's your honest thoughts? Like, What, what do you think about the, the DC like in, as a whole? I think a lot is riding on this movie. Yeah. I think a lot of the, D- the future of DC Universe is about to be decided with this film. I think it's hit and miss. Like, there's some like there's some movies that I really love. Like, it, they're in my mm-hmm. top five out of superhero movies. And then, then there's others that are I wish they would never mm-hmm. make. I think the DC executives are probably like the film based executives. Mm-hmm. They're probably trying to get away from Warner Brothers because Warner Brothers has screwed them, yeah, so yeah. much. So if they can kind of get in bed more with HBO and then get bought away from Warner Brothers, that's well, probably I mean, Warner Brothers owns HBO. Do they? Yeah, that's why all the DC stuff is on there. Yeah, I didn't know. I don't know if they own them. I know they're they're heavily invested in HBO. I don't mm-hmm. know 
technically if they sp- specifically own them. Well, if they can have a different creative producer that doesn't like come down and say, you know, um, you're going to do all of the Marvel phases in two years, <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah. something like that, you know, that they, they need better leadership. That's all I, I can think of. And, and, you know, maybe Zack Snyder has got something with this. I don't think the movie's going to be as good as everybody says it's going to be. I'll be honest with you, Mitch. Just because there's so much rehype over this movie. So much. It Like, it, it could be... It could be the Titanic. It could be, you know... Could, this could be Citizen Kane on steroids. Yeah, and, it, and somebody will still, like... Crap on it. Yeah. and it's Oh, yeah, I mean, there's a, there, no matter what... It could be the best movie in cinema history, and somebody's right. still going to say they hate it. Right. And and, and then uh, we'll go beat that guy up. But <laughs> the, the problem is, is that the, hater, up the haters love to hate crap, and so yeah. they will hype on that hate train, and yeah. there will be issues with it. So, you know... Now, whether or not I like it, I don't know. Uh, I, I, I'm giving give it a, an mm-hmm. honest try. Get clean slate. You know, the mm-hmm. original cut never existed as far as I'm concerned. Well, like, out of the DC movies, which one was probably your favorite? I mean, not necessarily that it's your favorite movie, but out of the DC movies, which one was probably your favorite? Nolan trilogy included? No, no, no. Out of the, well, yeah, yeah, out of that too. All right, Dark Knight. Yeah, Dark okay. Knight. Just wondering. Yeah. All right, we'll move on to the next question. Who is the best Batman in live action? No, I was about to say animated series Batman. Oh, <laughs> live action? I mean, you had Adam West, you had uh, Michael Keaton, Val Kilmer, George Clooney, uh-uh. Batfleck, <laughs> uh, Christian Bell, then you have uh, Ben Affleck. And, and now our Pats. Yeah, now you're going to have our Pats. I mean, our Pats and Batfleck. I think uh, Patterson might might be good, but I don't. I, yeah, I mean, you can't really judge him yet. So. Nah, so. He, he looks like he's like strung out on Coke. Now, he doesn't look like emo. Yeah, he doesn't look like Batman. People just don't get his poetry. Okay. Before they cast Ben Affleck as the Batman of the DC EU, whatever, mm-hmm. uh-huh. Pattinson was the one that I thought should have been Bruce Wayne and Batman and stuff. Mm. Before I realized they were going to do like an older Batman, mm-hmm. just because I, I'd seen some of his movies like uh, Cosmopolis and stuff like that, mm-hmm. where I could see him being Bruce Wayne. He, he would have to, you know. He'd have to show something to be the uh, the Batman side of it, mm-hmm. but I, I totally believed he could be Bruce Wayne. So I'm I'm excited to see the newer version. But as far as like what's been shown already, I think Ben Affleck's the best one because he fits the comic, you know, Bruce Wayne and he, Batman. He plays size. that older kind of grizzled out, yeah, Batman. Like you know, he's he's on the ragged edge, Batman. I like Christian Bale. Um, I think that sometimes <laughs> <laughs> sometimes he goes over the top with the yeah. growling Batman voice. I mean, I thought he did good. Good as Bruce Wayne, just some of some things that he did as Batman, it was kind of comical. Yeah, mm. <laughs> but I I do appreciate because like I I I like movies that are not shot for shot exactly like the comics. Okay, yeah. mm-hmm. I I do think that there is a medium in film, and the question that people should ask themselves when they're adapting is what would be different mm-hmm. about putting this in the film? Yeah. You know why why put it in film? And if you're just doing shot for shot, like the exact framework as the comic books are, yeah. So to have the Christian Bale Batman, which is pretty much different than any other pre-existing Batmans in cl- and comics included, correct? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I thought that was pretty good, and I enjoyed that. Well, it's because there's Nolan kind of based his more in reality as opposed to like mm-hmm. the comic book world. He based yeah. you know what Batman would be like if it was in a real world kind of thing, yeah. which is the same thing they did with Superman as well. Yeah, in the, in the more recent stuff, but uh, I mean, I like Bell, but I still think Athlete. He's lo- he looked more like the Batman from the Justice. Yeah. Do you bleed? <laughs> <laughs> All right, next one. Who's the best Superman in live action? Christopher you, Reeves. You had Christopher Reeves. You've had who's uh, the guy that Brandon killed Roth. himself? I forgot that one, but that was way before Reeves. <laughs> I mean, he was really was the, the character. <laughs> <laughs> the dude that thought he was Superman jumped out of a window and died. Well, he shot himself. No. Yeah, he shot himself. Did he shot himself? Yeah. Yeah. Was it because de- he thought he could stop the bullet? I, I don't remember. Wasn't there some story about a character or a guy who uh, played Superman and he like was convinced he was Superman? Maybe. Well. Or that was a weird dream you had? Uh, all right, let me ask Dr. Google. Keep talking. Anyways, wh- wh- which one do you think is the best? Uh, I mean, Henry Cavill looks like Superman in real life. Mm-hmm. Which it's not fair to any other males existing on the planet that that guy looks like that, but then you get like Christopher Reeves, like the whole he played Clark Kent and Superman so well, I like he was a bu- you know bumbling kind of you know guy. He'd be dropping things, you know, and then like immediately he would do something he's like brutally athletic, and it'd just be like, oh, nobody well, saw that. To me, I mean, granted, 
Christopher Reeves was like the original Superman. That's just not the Superman I grew up with. Like mm-hmm. as far as Clark Kent acting the way he does, mm-hmm. that's why I, I always like the Smallville Clark mm-hmm. Kent. Now, yeah. granted, I don't know how good he'd be as Superman because mm-hmm. you never see him as Superman really. Mm-hmm. But I, I do like Henry Cavill as Superman. But I liked I like Tom Welling as Clark Kent. Mm-hmm. Christopher he he had the nuances of both people. Yeah, like he he it was like he was acting as two different people. It's like all right, I'm playing Clark Kent. You know, he's you know suits cut weird he's you know <laughs> he he moves differently he talks differently yeah everything's different about him and then when you know he rips open the shirt and you see the s and it's like no now he's superman yeah he, he did the best as far as like making essentially two different people the same yes. person which I, I did like that that was pretty cool and we cut back to hayden yeah i can't find anything he did shoot himself it was uh george reeves was yeah. his name yeah, that's right i knew apparently don't cast uh, a reeves. person named reeves as your superman <laughs> yeah, they, they end up getting hurt or injured or um, you're killed. It was believed that he was in a sitting position in the bed, allegedly shot himself, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, yeah. it doesn't say anything about him like, look what I can do. <laughs> <laughs> I'm <laughs> I'm Superman. Call 911. It's alleged that it's depression caused by a failed career. All right. Now, who do you like? As the like the best actor or actress is so far in the DCU, like I mean, including you know you do Heath Ledger's Joker, Gal Gadot as Wonder Woman, whatever. You know. Michael Caine as Bruce. <laughs> <laughs> Michael. So Michael Caine is Alfred. Um, <laughs> I, I, I think Heath Ledger would probably be the first guy that forced the Academy and like the Hollywood snobby elites to be like, okay, this comic book medium mm-hmm. is something that we can take seriously. You know, um, every because up until then it was just considered like. Whatever Scorsese says about comic book movies, he says they're, they're not real yeah. movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I saw that whole so. thing where he kind of bashed everyone in the comic book movies. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So yeah, Which is, say Ledger isn't Shutter Island based off of a comic book? I don't know, or a graphic novel, or something like yeah. that. I think it is. Which is stupid for him to say. Um, it's a toughie. All those, all those movies. Yeah, I mean Heath Ledger's Joker was was really, really, really good. I'd probably have to say that one. I, the, nobody else, you, you know, acted their part that well. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I, obviously I liked Heath Ledger's Joker, and then the other one, even though it's not, like, as big a stage, I liked uh, Stephen Amell's Arrow. He played a pretty good, convincing character of Oliver, Oliver Queen. He did play a good Oliver Queen. And, uh, let's see. Dean Cain. <laughs> Forgot about him as Superman. But, uh, yeah, that guy. <laughs> um. Now, not necessarily saying DC versus Marvel, but what do you like better? Realistic comic book movies or like the full fantasy kind of comic movie? Mm. It depends. Because you have stuff like The Crow, which is it's kind of realistic. I mean, he has, still has a superpower, but it's more based in reality kind of world. Yeah, no. I mean, like, so it's not a matter of what's real and what's not. It's a matter of how you can convince the audience to suspend their disbelief to a point where they're okay with everything. Okay, like the crow, there's no like the cops are just ignorant of everything that goes on around there. That's every movie just about, (laughs) you know, so like that's kind of one of my biggest problems with the crow is like it's so not that he's got supernatural powers. He can't die, blah, blah, blah. But it's more like society just ignores the fact that people are just murdering people left and right in the streets. Well, I mean, they had people going after him. They just they didn't have enough people to. Sustain the crime. If if, if any staff, staff, it was Chicago. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, six of those it, if it's not how it would be in reality, then you need to explain just uh, just enough where people could allow it to be, you know, disbelieved and then move on. You know, not not just this whole like like because in reality, if, if something like that happened, there would be a manhunt. Like there would be people oh, going yeah. crazy, yeah. Be all over the news. Yeah, yeah. And it's just like oh, another Tuesday. You know, <laughs> there's another gang war going on down there. Six people shot and killed. So, oh well, <laughs> today with the weather. <laughs> yeah, I I think it it depends entirely on how you portray the suspension of disbelief. Like, and you know, that's what some DC DC aspects can do well. Like. Because the whole uh, Krypton craziness and stuff like that, we don't know how the world works. Yeah. They can do whatever they want, you know. Mm-hmm. But what's funny is the newer iterations of how Krypton and the Superman origin exists. Um, the comic book diehard fanboys get butt hurt because it's not as this comic book has said yeah. up yeah. to this point. <laughs> Why does it matter? It's not. 
you know, this alien from space who's basically a god on Earth. It's like, oh, this wasn't as accurate as it was in the yeah. comic books. Wow, really? <laughs> yeah. The guy could shoot laser beams out of his eyes. Has extra, a, any superpower known Superman's to man? Superman's dad was never a scientist. Blah, blah, blah. Oh, Jor-El didn't do that. <laughs> well, and, and that's the reason I, I like the like the Snyder and mm-hmm. uh, Nolan films, just because they are based more realistic-like. Yeah. We're like, you know, Superman and Batman versus Superman. Half the world hated him. Half the world loved him because, mm-hmm. you know, he... He had all this power, but he didn't, like, affiliate with anyone. Mm-hmm. So, you know, like, the governments didn't like him because they couldn't control him. Mm-hmm. I think at one point Superman should have stopped and, like, looked at all the toppling skyscrapers and been like, huh, crap. You know, like, what What exactly am I helping right this now? This is going to take a lot of time to clean <laughs> yeah. up. Yeah, but, you know, it, I mean, granted, he was causing a big mess, but yeah. if he didn't stop Zod's, I was going to destroy the whole planet anyways. I don't know. I know. Just saying. A few city blocks or the world, you know. Yeah. <laughs> you can stop to get the cat out of the tree every once Look, in a while. You can't please everybody, guys. All right. Well, that's the the main stuff I had. Like, well, who would, I guess, out of the uh, DC universe, what kind of hero? Like, which hero would you like to see the most of that hasn't been in a film so far that you know of? Oh, that hasn't been in a film. Um. Well, can it? Does it have to be a hero or can it be a character? Well, I've got. We can do hero, and then I had another question for villain. So, okay, which hero and villain would you like to see? I want, I want Terry McGinnis Batman. Yeah, that'd be cool. I want Batman Beyond. Uh, John Stewart was always my favorite. Um, Green Lantern. Green, Green Lantern. Lantern. And so I, I'd, I'd like to have him in. Definitely yeah. not Guy Gardner. And John Stewart is supposed to have a, a role in the HBO Max TV series. that's supposed to happen. Okay. So I was hoping they were gonna. Is it gonna be the guy who plays Diggle? Oh, from I have no Arrow. Idea. He's supposed to show back up in like the the CW. They find out like Diggle's like his like adopted name, or whatever, and his last name is actually Stewart. Yeah, he's supposed to show back up in the CW like Arrowverse kind mm-hmm. of thing, but I don't know about the, the HBO Max series mm-hmm. or not. I don't know. There you go. All right, well, that's all the questions I had. I just no, we're not going to talk d- about. We villains. discuss a little bit. We're going to talk about what? You said we had one about villains. Oh well, yeah. I mean, well, hero and villains. Oh, Trigon. Trigon. I don't know much about villains. I was like Lobo, I guess. He's, uh, they, there's rumors that he's going to have an HBO Max series. Yeah. Isn't Lobo like a bit of hero, a bit of bad? Yeah, yeah. He, basically he's a, a cosmic bounty hunter. I think <laughs> if, uh, if Superman punches you in the face, it counts. All right. Yeah. <laughs> so. If Superman has to hit you. Yeah. Well, yeah, he, I mean, he's had a bounty to hunt down Superman because he's the last Kryptonian. Uh-huh. Brainiac yeah. actually hired him to go find Superman and mm-hmm. bring him to, you know, in one story. But yeah. it's pretty neat. Like, he, he's as strong as Superman, but mm-hmm. he like he can't fly. He has like this cosmic like motorcycle, motorcycle yeah. but uh, he can heal from John, a drop of blood. John DiMaggio, I think, did the voice of him in the cartoons, which was the voice of Bender. <laughs> and uh, I bite I my like, shiny <laughs> bi- bounty hunter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I always thought it was funny. Um, all right, we gotta wrap it up though. I didn't want to see Trigon though, because in that DC Dark crap mm-hmm. where Dark Side or Raven releases Trigon into Superman, yeah, and he turns like you know Super Trigon. And starts fighting Darkseid, but Darkseid's still kicking his butt. Well, see, like the first and then they release Trigon fully, and, yeah. and Darkseid's just getting the snot beaten out of him. <laughs> he's just, like, crawling away, and he's like, where are you going? It's like, oh, yeah, and he launches him into space. The first season of the show Titans had him in it, but it would technically he, like, inhabited someone's body, so it wasn't mm-hmm. him. It was just, you know, some other actor. He was limited. Yeah, it was, it was kind of limited in what they did, but it, it was an interesting storyline. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I wouldn't mind seeing him too. Hopefully, he'll be something like the Justice League Dark bad guy or something like that. That would be cool. So, since you didn't watch your punishment, <laughs> you get punished again. I know, Mister T. And <laughs> are we doing? Uh, let's just like another, a TV show. TV show. You you, you pick Mr. what you want to punish him with. I, he's got my my Mister T show. So <laughs> get it over with. You deliberately picked it up and scratched it. <laughs> you deliberately scratched. Didn't watch the show. <laughs> Do you scratch my CD? Um, is there an article open? I don't know what this show is. I just read it was horrible. <laughs> All right. It's Sanjay and Craig. I have heard of this show. This is not it. This is an ad. <laughs> Sanjay and Craig. It's the Bob's Burgers animation or something? I ain't doing end up liking this. <laughs> I'm right. <laughs> like, his, the animation's funny. What is it, the regular show? Yeah. The, that kind of animation. 
So Sanjay, take it, is the uh, little Indian kid. Yeah, and I'm guessing Craig is the snake. There's a snake. <laughs> All right. We'll talking see. Talking snake named Craig. What wacky adventures ensue. Sanjay and Craig and Mr. T. <laughs> mm-hmm. They should have been like, you have to watch the Mr. T live action show from like TV. Yeah, Oh my gosh. <laughs> I just like turn into Mr. T. <laughs> He's going to come in with just a bunch of gold. It's like that show with gold chains and rings. <laughs> Shave his head to a mohawk. Yeah. <laughs> Hello, fool. Just put some Velcro on top of my head. <laughs> well, <laughs> we will see what exciting reviews I have for that stuff in the next episode, which will be episode 50. Yay. Yay. All right, well, uh, look at our social mediums and, uh, you know, give Mitch advice on how terrible his website is. And thanks so much for listening. Goodbye from Mitch. Bye. Bye, Mitch. Goodbye Bye. from Tam. Bye, and Tom. Goodbye from me. Hayden. Goodbye. Goodbye.